zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's your old pal, Kieran. <laughs> Welcome to Holy Half Hour. Uh, I am joined, as always, by the fantastic Mr. Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, everyone. It's your new pal, Michael. And, <laughs> uh, it's nice nice to see you again, Kieran. I like, I like your, I think that's becoming your catchphrase now. Your old pal, Kieran. Yeah, I, I don't know why I like saying that. It's sort of corny and, you know, old-fashioned, which feels like me. <laughs> uh, so, you know. Well, I think you should lean into corny and old-fashioned on in general, Kieran. I think I, I want more corny and old-fashioned out of you <laughs> week by week. Well, I'll try. I'll try. I'll tr- crank it up even more. <laughs> uh, folks, welcome to the show. It's Holy Half Hour. This is a 30 minutes-ish show where we talk about God and faith, and we have a laugh, we play some games, we do an unlikely worship song. You'll find out what that is if you're you're listening for the first time. We have a top three from the Bible. We have a Bible fact every week. This week our book is uh, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, just a little uh, uh, file not found there from me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We are uh, talking about Isaiah this week, which is exciting. Shall we get into the show, Michael? I'd love that. Nice. Let's do it. Okay, Kieran. Last week's quiz was was a toughie. Uh, if you were, if you mm-hmm. didn't listen, ladies and gentlemen, we did a Bible sandwich where Kieran had to place books of the Bible in order, and it was pretty tough. I f- I felt a little bit bad afterwards for how hard I made it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it was hard. Well, this week it's it's I'm I'm keeping it simple. It's just a how many are there quiz. So I'm going to give you a, a thing, Kieran. You have to guess how many there are. I mean, right? Does it get more simple than that? I guess not. No. I, 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 I you know, I'm all right at counting things. <laughs> you know, not too bad as long as you don't go, you know, much above a few 20. dozen. <laughs> <laughs> once you've once you've used all your fingers and all your toes, you start to get into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of these yeah. may be above twenty, but I guess we'll see. Um, Kieran, there are six questions. As you know, I'm in the ministry of six questions now. So there are six questions. Mm-hmm. You simply have to give me a number. I, I debated. I asked I asked Mrs. Michael, uh, my wonderful <laughs> wife, if I should give you options for numbers. And she said, no, just give them, just let them guess a number. So I'm just going to let okay. you guess a number. So here's number one, Kieran. How many Catholic saints are there? Ha. <laughs> How many Catholic saints are there? I think there are quite a lot. <laughs> um, yes, I agree with you. I'm going to say 13,000. Ooh. Now, now, what I didn't consider was how I was going to ascertain whether you were right or wrong. So I'm going to say... That if you get within ten percent of mm-hmm. correctness, then I'm going to give you mm-hmm. a correct. Does that, does that seem fair, Kieran? Ten percent. Yeah, it does seem fair. Yeah. Right. Cool. In which yeah. case. Uh, yeah. But you're very close, according to all sources. Um, 
10,000, more than 10,000. Uh, okay. But okay. closer to 10 than 11,000. So, uh, but uh, 13,000, that is a strong guess, Kieran. So uh, I, I think, to be honest, I would not have gotten as close as you just did had I, had I been offered <laughs> the same guess. So uh, well done. Okay, here is number two. How many English translations of the Bible? <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, this is a toughie. And this would be uh, anything that counts as English going back to the KJV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even before the KJV, I yeah, don't know. Potentially. When did, when, did, when did English start being a thing? <laughs> Who knows? Not me. Historians know, but I don't. <laughs> some history uh, guy knows. Yeah, some history person will, will get in touch. Um, whew, English translations of the Bible. 60. Okay, you, you're locking in with 60? Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm not confident, but yes. All right. Are you within 10% listeners at home? What do you think is the answer? I feel like I've undershot it now, but I'm sticking with it. Yeah. 450. Oh. You did undershoot it, I'm afraid. Is that really necessary? 400 <laughs> versions. Uh, well, I can think of a few ad who, skip. who has the time? Who has the time? <laughs> Apart from Bible translators. Okay, Kieran, here is number three. How many cathedrals in the UK are there? <laughs> cathedrals in the UK. 40. Mm, 40, Kieran. Oh, oh nice. That's incredible. <laughs> that, was a total, that was a total guess. I don't actually know the number. There are 42 cathedrals in the UK. Oh. Kieran. Beautiful. Getting within 10% of 40. That's a tricky one. So mm. I think that mm. is very, very well done. Great job. Nice. Thanks, 42. man. I'm pleased with that. You should I be. was due. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's see if you can keep this success train rolling and tell me how many blessed are the statements in the Beatitudes in Matthew 5. Oh, you. Uh, you, you know the answer to this question, Michael. <laughs> you Beatitudes memorizing guy. You definitely know the answer to this off by heart. I, however, do not. <laughs> uh, let's think. I can see Kieran running through the blesseds in his mind now, trying to remember as many as he can. I don't know. Ten? Ten, Kieran. Ten feels like a good round number. Ten, Kieran. Is it ten? Sort of. <laughs> it's nine. Okay, okay. Which means you're not right within ten percent of the real answer. Yeah, because that'd be I'm nine point nine. Yeah, yeah. But you I'm are right there. within ten percent of your wrong answer because ten percent of ten is one. So I think I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. So thank well you. done, because that's that's tough. That's tough. Uh, all right, two. I, I'm This is a really difficult quiz, and uh, you've got two out of four right, so that's really good. But there's two more, mm. so let's keep rolling. Okay, the ministry of six questions. Absolutely. How many books by Timothy Keller are there on <laughs> Timothy Keller's website? <laughs> what? I had to make this one really specific because at first it was how many books are there by Timothy Keller, but then yeah. I kept on finding like 
ones More. which had <laughs> yeah it was like someone had turned one of his preachers into a book he had like yeah, yeah. and then he and then he guested on a bunch of like uh mm. bible studies and stuff so on his mm. actual website li- just the books he published like he promotes his books by him that have mm. by timothy keller on them how many books yeah yeah that's a tricky one because mm-hmm. now i'm also thinking like how many of them would he promote on his website because he's not necessarily going to put every book he's ever published on his site even the ones he's published even mm-hmm. like uh you know where he's ones where he's a sole author but let's say 35 well kieran you are Mm, unfortunately incorrect there are it's way way more than that oh okay 22 there weren't any obvious omissions that i could see but there are Mm. there's a difficult question because there are definitely a bunch of books he's like co-authored with other people and other stuff so but uh yeah yeah, it's 22 on his website okay okay all right kieran here's here's how we're going to play this last one You've got two right, you've got three wrong. It's a tough quiz. If you get this last one within 20% and you get it right within 20%, I'm going to give you the win for the quiz. Because as far as I'm I'm concerned, getting half of these right is miraculous. So you win if you draw. And I'm going to expand the 20% window. How many... Christian DVDs on Eden.co.uk are there? <laughs> Christian DVDs on Eden. Wow. So for our uh, American listeners or anyone else who is not in the UK, Eden is like a big old Christian publishing website that sells books, DVDs, mm-hmm. kids stuff, all kinds of things. So how many Christian okay. DVDs are there listed on the website, Kieran? Within 20%. Two hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> wow, two hundred and fifty thousand Christian DVDs, Kieran. That's you're going with two hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> Christian DVDs, Kieran. Don't oh, worry. I don't want to now, but I, I, uh, <laughs> I feel I should stick with See, it. There's, 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 there's people. I mean, there's how many Christians in the world? Like six. I don't know, anyway. Uh, Two bit two point three billion Christians, two point five billion Christians in the world, two hundred fifty thousand DVDs. That's a lot of that's a lot of people making DVDs, Kieran. Mm, um, that's true. Yeah. You wanna don't want to uh, revise your guess at all, Kieran? Or let's say twenty thousand. Okay. Okay. That's that's more reasonable, but <laughs> still not not so good. I'm afraid there are one thousand three hundred sixty three. All Christian right. DVDs on Eden.co.uk. Oh, I've I've oh, I've overestimated the importance of Eden.co.uk. Clearly, <laughs> uh, I was thinking, well, it's not going to be like as big as Amazon, obviously. I but, wonder. I w- yeah, but, but there must be a lot of Christian DVDs out there. Is what I was thinking. Mm. But I'm not very good at uh, well numbers, <laughs> as you can, as you can tell. Not very good at. Uh, despite what's actually, I feel I've done reasonably well in this quiz, but I'm actually not good at estimating numbers of things. I don't, thing where yeah. I'm not usually on the money. That's a hard one, but I also, yeah, I don't think you should. I don't think you should feel down about that. That was a that was a toughie. I, I feel like I, I'm giving, I'm bringing you the hard quizzes these last next. Maybe the next couple of weeks I'll make some easier quizzes. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, it's good, man. I, I really enjoy these. It's uh, really fun, fun brain teasers. So thank you. Ah, you're very welcome. Oh. Ooh, unlikely worship songs. Unlikely. Well, Michael, it's time for an unlikely worship song. I'm laughing already at the <laughs> thought of what, uh, <laughs> what we're about to do. So if you're new here, listeners... Or if you've tuned out this section of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> from listening to it too much, let me remind you that Unlikely Worship Songs began life as a sort of sort of a slightly maybe a reverent take or a slightly uh, askew look at maybe aspects of Christian life or passages of scripture that don't normally get covered in worship songs as a sort of fun way to explore those topics. But it's basically turned into... I just write a really daft song uh, to attempt, usually attempts to be humorous in some way, and Michael has to listen to it and yeah. react. So that's what it is now. Uh, and uh, true to form, here is another one. So, uh, Michael, we are in Isaiah mm-hmm. this week. So that got me thinking about prophecy. Nice. And about, you know, prophecy in the church, prophecy maybe even in, in, in songs in the church. And how, you know, there are many different approaches to prophecy, of course, in churches. It's some it's probably among Christians, maybe one of the more controversial aspects of church life to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because lots of different churches have different perspectives on on how the gifts of the Spirit apply today, if they apply today, and all of that kind of thing. So, but this is about prophecy and how sometimes a prophet maybe is telling you things you don't want to hear how it can be <laughs> uncomfortable to hear from a prophet so so this is a little a little story it's done in the style of a famous singer see if you can guess who it is michael <laughs> excellent i can't wait let's let's have a listen there's a man going round in Judea and you better not let him see ya cause when he's got you in sight he'll prophesy at you all night telling you things you don't want to hear well the shirt that you are wearing doesn't go well with those jeans and your co-workers avoid you cause your packed lunch contains beans you bought movie tickets for a friend but he went alone instead but never mind all that because in 13 hours you'll be dead <laughs> so, so there's some there's some words from a prophet that you'd rather not hear <laughs> can you tell who it was that was excellent kieran i mean i'm gonna give you two i'm gonna give you three claps clap number one because yeah. there was a growing petition as we heard in previous episodes, uh, for you to do an American accent, and yeah, uh, okay. you know, I think I think that's well. I mean, the jury's out. Let, uh, let us know. <laughs> Hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk, American listeners. How did Kieran? Uh, I thought he did pretty well. You know, I think that well, was good, Kieran. But, um, it would be it would be great to hear from your wife on this, Michael, because yeah. she is not only an American but also an expert on accents. Yes, has been established <laughs> in the canon of this show. Very so true. it would be great to hear what she thinks of my uh, my American accent. Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll uh, see if I can record a response uh, from her and, <laughs> and see how it goes. 
number two, uh, I thought it was a, a very funny and excellent song uh, and a good Johnny Cash impression. Yay! Um, yes, no, that was that was my intention. Well done. Uh, I figured you were doing that. There's a man going round yeah, taking yeah. names. <laughs> uh, which is a good song. Yeah, yeah, but not too, not loss, not lawsuitly close. No, to no, that. no, 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 Lawsuit, no, no. Lawsuitly being a real word. Absolutely. Uh, Please don't lawsuit you know. us. Yeah, <laughs> don't get too litigious. Yeah. Uh, anyone who might be listening to this from the Cash Estate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> But, you know, Michael, one of the things I enjoyed about that, uh, recording that, is um, it's fun to see how many syllables you can squeeze out of uh, the word dead (laughs) when you're trying to do, like, a southern accent. (laughs) I noticed that you added quite a few in in there, and it was uh, was good times. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of syllables, Kieran, I watched a a video. This is completely a non sequitur, but uh, do you know how to tell how many syllables are in a word? Uh, I'm not never really consciously thought about it. I just sort of maybe would like clap or something. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Well, I would just like try to work it out. Yeah. But I watched the yeah. video and I don't know if this is definitely true because I actually tested it. But the person said you put your hand on the bottom of your jaw and every time it goes down, that's a syllable. Right. So, for example, right in front of me here, I've got Charles Wesley <laughs> written. So if I go Charles Wesley... It went down three times, so Charles won, Wesley okay. two. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that works, but mm. uh, there you go, Kieran. That's, that's a, mm. a little extra <laughs> information for you there. Yeah. Well, now, now thinking about that and thinking about the movement of my jaw, that sounds legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, either way, great Unlike the Worship song. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Okay, Kieran, last week we started this new segment, which is called Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the jury is still out as to whether this is any good, but we're going to try at least one more. We're going to give it two shakes of a lamb's tail and see if it, if it holds up. So, ladies and gentlemen, okay. I'm going to give Kieran the first three lines of a hymn, and then I'm going to give him three options as to which is the real fourth line. And he's just got to guess the real one. Last week, instantly, he just knew it. Obviously, my hymn writing is not up to par. But I'm going to see if I can get him this week. It's another Charles Wesley hymn, Kieran. Of course. If you, are, uh, if you happen to be reading the Anglican hymns old and new book, it's uh, hymn number 201. And it goes like this. Forth in thy name, O Lord, I go. My daily labor to pursue. Thee, only thee, resolved to know, dot, 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 and thy wondrous blessings accrue in all I think or speak or do and toil and travail for you. Mm. So three options there. I'm going to say it one more time, then not again. So it goes like this. Forth in thy name, O Lord, I go, my daily labor to pursue. Thee, only thee, resolve to know, and thy wondrous blessings accrue in all I think or speak or do, and toil and travail for you. The first one. 
Yeah, you're going to go with and thy wondrous yeah. blessings accrue. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's see what the sound effects department says. <laughs> Very good. Yes, Very good, Michael. I got you. It, it was the it was the thy that made me think. Oh, it's probably <laughs> that one. Yeah, was uh, it the middle one? It was the middle one, and all I think yeah, was speaker. Yeah, that dude. was that was my second choice. Oh, yeah. well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. It only took me two weeks to get as good at writing hymns as Charles Wesley. <laughs> 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 Finally, right? I'm quitting. They practically, they practically write themselves. <laughs> Absolutely, <hymns>. yeah. Dead easy. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pack up my stuff, here and I'm done. I'm not gonna record any more podcasts. I'm gonna go and become a famous <laughs> hymn writer. Nice. Uh, that's the thing, right? A famous hymn writer. You can still be those, right? Probably, yeah. Sure. What's a, what's a modern example of that? Like uh, the the In Christ Alone guy, Stuart Townend. Mm. Is he the In Christ Alone guy? I think so. He is, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's obviously very famous. <laughs> and we're like, is he the guy? Of course he is famous. He's a brilliant, brilliant songwriter, very talented man. Yeah, of course. Um, but that's the thing with Christianity, yeah. Kieran. God becomes more famous. And, uh, you know, hopefully John 3.30, well, we must decrease, he must increase, you know. Mm, yeah. Well, absolutely. In that sense, the author is probably glad that we weren't quite sure who he was. Exactly. I'm certain of it. You know. However, so. when I become a famous sim writer, Kieran, I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> the start of every line will be. The start of every hymn will be, Michael wrote this hymn, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna work it into every stanza. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can also put your name into the verses. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a good idea. <laughs> uh, anyway, that'll do for now. The top, 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 top three, three, three. Okay, Kieran, we have been doing the rule of threes for our top threes recently we did uh yes what did we do blood sweat and tears yep and then stop look listen was nice. last week absolutely and this week kieran good bad and ugly <laughs> the good the bad and the ugly that's what you've got three words now ladies and gentlemen right, right. while kieran thinks about these words i'm going to tell you what the top three is i have searched the new international version of the Bible for these three words, good, bad, and ugly, and find out how many times they appear. Kieran just has to rank them in order from least to most or most to least up to him, really. Kieran, the good, the bad, and the ugly, or good, bad, and ugly, what are you thinking? Well, I might pay for my hubris here, but I feel like this is an easier one than last week. Mm. To me, I think ugly is almost certainly at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I can't think of many instances where <laughs> the word ugly is used in scripture. Uh, but no doubt there, well, there obviously is at least one, mm -hmm. or it wouldn't be in there. Um, and I, I think I'm pretty confident that good wins out, yeah. uh, which is nice, a nice thought. I think Poetic. good probably wins out in the, in the Bible, uh, and that good gets, the word good comes up a lot more than the word bad. Mm. So, so actually, good, bad, and the ugly, I'm going to go in that order from most to least. All right. Are you locking in with the good, the bad, and the ugly? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's take a look. Hey. You are correct, sir. Yes. Well it's done. It's a nice bit of nice bit of synergy, isn't it? That they actually go in that order. <laughs> yeah. The good, like the bad, that. and the ugly. It's very pleasing. And you are right that good does win out over bad quite significantly. In fact, mm. there are 10 times mm. as many goods. There's 557 <laughs> goods and 56 bads and only seven uglies. 
So seven uglies. Do you, can you give us a, an, an ugly from scripture? Have you got any there? I do, of course, as always, <laughs> have uglies to hand, Kieran. You will not be surprised to hear, Kieran, that six of the seven uglies all arrive in the New International Version anyway in a single story. Do you have, can you think, and anyone at home, can you think of the, the, the one area of scripture? I'm going to give you a clue. It's in the first book of the Bible. It's in Genesis. Where does six instances of ugly happen in the Bible, Kieran? We've just made this segment into something bigger. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is a great question. Where would they come? I'm going to give uh... you the chapter and see if that gives you any clues. Oh, okay. Genesis okay. 41. 41. Uh, so we are... Oh, it's the cows. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh, right. Good it's job. Uh, the Pharaoh's dream. Yep. After them, seven yeah, other cows, ugly yeah. and gaunt, came up out of the Nile and stood beside those on the riverbank. Yeah. Pharaoh's dream mm. that Joseph has to interpret. Mm. Okay. Cool. Nicely done. And... The other one is in Revelation 16 too. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land and ugly festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. So there you go. Mm. It's my bedtime verse. (laughs) 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 I'm going to write that one in your birthday card this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I read to the kids before bed. (laughs) Night, night, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) I often think, um, you know, those blog posts which are like 14 great verses for uh, writing in someone's birthday card. You could just really do a really trolly version of that article. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that would be be top of the list. Uh, Good times. Well, Michael, we are in Isaiah for our Bible fact for this week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sort of uh, read off a, a little string of kind of related facts about Isaiah here. Mm. And then hopefully, you know, uh, a, a point will emerge <laughs> around which we can have a conversation. Lovely. So, uh, so Isaiah's Hebrew name... Uh, let me see if I can say this right. I presume it's Yeshayu, but I, I don't know that for certain. Apologies, uh, scholars, if I'm saying that totally wrong. <laughs> but the Hebrew the Hebrew name for Isaiah means God is salvation, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is highlighting the main theme of Isaiah's writing. Uh, Isaiah's prophecies major in on hope in the coming Messiah and in the gospel. Um of course, the book of Isaiah, as you know, Michael, as many listeners will know, uh, the book of Isaiah foretold Jesus' suffering and death and his ultimate triumph over death, um, particularly in, in Isaiah 53. Um, Isaiah is quoted more than 50 times in the New Testament, more than twice as much as any other major prophet, which I thought was very interesting. Mm. It's also Jesus' third most quoted book. Pop quiz, do you know one and two, Michael? Ooh, Sam's got to be number one, surely. Yes, it is uh, number one. Well done. Do you know what the second one is? Uh, I think this is quite tricky, actually. I don't know if I would get this. Second most quote. Oh, Deuteronomy? 
It is. Well done. Yes. Well done. You clever clogs. Um, yeah. Just thinking the, the, all the times the that he three. says uh, of, you know, like the greatest commandments and all these other things must come from Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I suppose there are quite a lot of um, it is written's as well, mm. aren't there? Although yeah. I don't know how many of those are from Deuteronomy, but I imagine some of them come from books of the law. Uh, yeah, well done, Michael. Thank you clever you, clogs. Can I, can so I those, are our, those are our top three. Ding. Yeah, do. do. It's, a, it's about time you got some points. You, ne- <laughs> you never get to be on the receiving end of a quiz, or rarely, rarely on this show. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's that's our top three: uh, Sam's Deuteronomy and, and Isaiah. It's cool. Um, but yeah, as I say, uh, Isaiah is quoted uh, more than fifty times in the New Testament, more than twice as much as any other major prophet. And I think more than all of the minor prophets combined, which Mm. is another interesting little fact. Um, But basically, I I, I say all this sort of to talk around the fact that, you know, Isaiah is very much about uh, pointing to Jesus. It's a really important Mm. emphasis, you know, of that book. The future hope of a Messiah, um, you know, is, is, a, is an important emphasis in that book. Mm. And I also, I just love that Isaiah sets up these prophecies something like 700 years before any of it happens. Yeah. It's just kind of a mind-blowing thing, you know, uh, that, that we get these, uh, th- these, these prophecies. Um, and then we see that, much like I was saying when I talked about the book of Psalms and how we get the, you know... Um, the 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 Jesus on the cross Sam sorry the reference is, escapes me off the top of my 22. head but you you know the one yeah Sam twenty two uh, in much the same way that we see Jesus sort of embody and then even quote uh, that scripture mm. you know we I think we see the same thing happen with Isaiah where you know uh, the life of Jesus uh, brings these prophecies to fruition yeah definitely. Uh, and he also, you know, stands up in the synagogue and says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. And, you know, so we get that di- these, these direct references as well, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but just such a wonderful um, evidence, I think, of who Jesus is, that these prophecies were written so long before and then they come true. It's just awesome. And I just I just love that. You know, it's one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite things uh, about this particular Old Testament book. Yeah, no, it's great. Great. I think uh, my main thing to add is amen. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and also to put out that challenge, which is, um, hey, have you read the Bible a lot of times? Or uh, do you think you're pretty familiar with the Bible? If so, read your footnotes. You know, all these, all these uh, references and your footnotes mm. and like uh, callbacks, it's so, it gives you such a deeper and more exciting understanding of scripture like to actually to slow down and be like okay i'm gonna read less of the bible because every time it goes this is quoting somewhere else i'm gonna go back there and i'm gonna look at where it's quoting Mm. and or go forward Mm. and and i think it's really important to to see how unified scripture is how much it is pointing to jesus uh you know Mm. the uh the author and perfecter of our faith you know uh, it's important uh, stuff that, and and yeah, it's incredible. Seven hundred years of prophecy um, is absolutely incredible, and so so important. So yeah, I think it's great, and uh, not much to add other than great fact. And read your footnotes, people. Sure, I mean that's something I want to do more, Michael, because I I think it's uh, it's a wonderful way to become sort of more literate in in scripture. Mm. But I think it also just 
because when you read the life of Jesus, you're reading about the lives of people whose lives who were, you know, just surrounded by and soaked in scripture. Mm. You know, the memorizing of scripture was just a part of their culture in a way that it's not for us. Yeah. For us, it's a, you know, it's a thing we have to make special time to do. Yeah. It's not a thing that we necessarily grew up with in the way that they would have. And so uh, to stop and just see how the life of Jesus brings all these threads together from mm. across scripture. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and so one of my favorite things about the Bible, you know, is the way that so much comes together, well, it all comes together mm. in Christ. It's yeah. just a fantastic, uh, you know, the way those threads are, are woven. So yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to look into. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing, man. Well, folks, thank you for listening. That is about all we have time for for this week. You can find us at holyhalfhour.co.uk. You can also find us on various social media platforms at Holy Half Hour. Um, hey, if you're enjoying the show, why not share it with a friend? Uh, we see our little community of listeners is growing, which is awesome and uh, super encouraging. Um, if you're new here, you may not know that Michael and I have been faithfully plugging away, making this little show for almost a year now and uh but it's been a it's been a joy we've really enjoyed the process and we first and foremost do it because we love it um but it's also really nice to know that people are tuning in so thank you for listening and thank you michael for uh, joining me today pleasure as always yeah thanks kieran for uh, for your excellent hosting and yeah thank you everyone for listening like kieran says and you know also if you want to get in touch with us particularly if you want to tell us uh, how great you did at the quizzes if you want to share some ideas <laughs> Or if you want to just tell Kieran that you did better than him, you can email us hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. We're going to be inundated <laughs> with people who did better than me. <laughs> no uh, doubt. Can't help but poke fun at you. Sorry, Kieran. I love you really. Yeah, that's okay, man. It's okay. Everybody does. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, do email folks. Uh, we'd, lo- we'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye for now.